0: Stomach? Was yeah, that my stomach? That was my stomach. Okay. I
1: I don't Is, think should we Do you think it's it was on the podcast? Should we, we,
0: no, I definitely heard it though. Do you think the podcaster? Do you wanna I don't I don't we're gonna have to go back and we'll just edit all this out.
1: Okay, yeah, let's edit all it out.
0: Okay, okay, so from the top.
1: Hello, Internet. Hey, Internet. How's it going? <laughs> uh, welcome to
0: episode fucking 807 oh, of age right. Factory, the podcast where we look at things that made people mad online this week. 85? 85, sure. That sounds
1: about right. That sounds good to me. Uh, I'm yeah. co-host Derek yeah. Bolin. Your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter, with the loud stomach, apparently. <laughs> Are you hungry? No, I think it's just the carbonation from these energy <laughs> drinks! <laughs> yeah, this is the first cast. First ca- so I'm trying...
0: It's a very uncharacteristic move for me. I'm trying to wean myself off of caffeine, or at least, no, okay, maybe not completely. Because I feel then what's like the point of living?
1: trying to do something in the most dramatic way possible is on Derek Bolin Brand.
0: Yeah, 100%. like trying to
1: quit uh, the remnants of nicotine from your jewel and caffeine at the same time.
0: Yeah, absolutely, is
1: very fuck it. Just throw the bullets in the fire. You
0: might just want to avoid me uh, as much as possible over the next week. Just don't interact with me online or in real life uh, if you are one of the people blessed enough to do so because I'm going to be a fucking mess.
1: Or since you don't have caffeine, maybe you won't have enough energy to be cranky. Like you'll be cranky because you don't get your nicotine, but you're like, "Ah, whatever. I just – I just – like you don't have caffeine so you don't have – the ramped up energy to care as much on the internet. So people piss you off. You're like, yeah. Well, you whatever, quit, you quit smoking,
0: right? Yeah. Was it a lot of napping for you? Like, were your energy levels totally fucked? So you were like, I'm just going to sleep, like hibernate like a bear for 72 hours until the nicotine's out of my system. And then I'm done.
1: No, I felt like I got... It was like, it was like fucking 15 years ago. So it's hard to remember. But I feel like... I had more energy, but I don't know if that was right away. I felt, like, more calm and kind of, like, distant. Like, I f- like you know how sometimes you get that feeling where it's hard to explain, but it's like you're looking through the back of your eyes where you feel, like, a bit of detached from reality? Yeah. Like, is that ever- like you're just
0: observing through your body. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, fuck, being John Malkovich.
1: Yeah. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what it felt like. I was like... And for me, like I read the book and then I quit and the way it worked was I was What like, book was it, Dale? The Only Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr. I think that's who wrote it.
0: Yeah, it is Alan Carr. You know, he actually has one about quitting alcohol as well that's oh, really? like super successful for – This guy can just like write words that reverse brainwash you and can make yeah. you quit any bad habit you have.
1: Yeah, it's probably just the same book with a different title.
0: Yeah, But anyway, it's like <laughs> – Just control F. Yeah. Find and replace all instances <laughs> of smoking with booze.
1: But the weird thing was it wasn't like, oh, I need a smoke. It was like, oh, I should have a smoke. I always had smokes. So I was like, no, I'm going to wait. But like for the first couple days I felt like kind of weird. It was in summertime when I was a college student, so it was the perfect timing because I didn't have to be around people and I didn't have to be like mentally acute and able to say big words or anything. So I just kind of was like, well, well, good thing you've grown out of that. Good thing. I'm not quitting smoking right now (laughs) and I have nothing to blame it on. But yeah, no. And then about a week later I found I had way more energy, which was weird because I always felt like I got energy after I smoked. And then when I quit, I had more energy.
0: Nicotine is actually a depressant. Yeah. I might be wrong.
1: A stimulant? It's, um, I know it's a neurostimulant. Like, it makes your brain more active and makes you, actually makes you able to recall vocabulary easier or whatever.
0: Nicotine seems to provide both a stimulant and a depressant effect, and it is likely that the effect it has at any time is determined by the mood of the user. Hmm. There you go. So... Good stuff. Guess we were both right.
1: So... If you want to uh, just find out how Derek's feeling, make fun of him, um, say something that he doesn't agree with on the internet.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you'll y- find you. Your safest bets are probably uh, anti-vax shit.
1: Oh, fuck. Something just happened with anti-vax. God, what was it? Fuck. I was going to tell you, but then I forgot and I didn't write it down. Save it for two days from now when I'm at like, the peak <laughs> of
0: my irritability. But in the States, uh,
1: a hundred daycares just like kind of, I don't know how they, what they did specifically, but they're a hundred daycares all announced at the same time that they won't look after your unvaccinated kid. Yeah. So fuck off.
0: That's honestly the way it should be. Like if these parents want to make the personal decision to not vaccinate their children, you don't get to take your children in public anymore. Yeah. Um, I, this wasn't on the agenda for today, but uh, something tells me this is going to be some, an episode where we just rant about vaccines for the next half hour.
1: Yeah, well, anti-vaxxers are always in the, on here because they're always in the news. Um, uh, yeah, anyways, I don't know. There's something. Oh, GoFundMe does not does no longer allow anti-vax communities to get money on their app or program or website or nice. whatever, whatever De-platform, GoFundMe huh? is, deflap, plea, ble- ble- plea platform. Maybe I should just start smoking again.
0: <laughs> I couldn't say big words.
1: Oh, like specifically, me specifically when I quit smoking yeah. and then so, the ability came back. GoFundMe has deplatformed anti-vaxxers. And you know what? I'm for it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is how people felt when Alex Jones got deplatformed. Like for me, I was like, oh. Yeah, he's a nut bar, but his conspiracy theories were so good.
0: I don't know. There's a group of people who are like, they're very much the... And then I said nothing when they came for the anti-vaxxers. And then they came for me and there was no... I'm like, I'm not a moron with shipper brains. I don't spew toxic conspiracy theories. And I believe in science. So I'm feeling pretty safe that I'm not going to get deplatformed. Outrage Factory will always have a home on the internet. I'm very confident of that.
1: I think it's because... While we attack everybody for their opinion, we do a magnificent job of dancing around what our own opinions are. Yeah. And that's the way you got to be.
0: For example, you would never guess that Dale is actually a violent racist, but... I'm
1: not a violent (laughs) racist, Derek. (laughs) So immature. Would never... Ah,
0: hey, big news week uh, (laughs) this week. Uh, We're going to talk about a lot of things that I don't think anyone was actually angry about, but there were uh, a lot of interesting, like, small-ish news stories. Uh, I have one
1: thing I'm super angry about, but we'll save it later because I don't want to start off the the program. We can,
0: if you're super angry about it. The
1: Trump thing. I just don't like to talk uh, about Trump stuff at the beginning of the podcast because... People who think we're annoying, they're like, well, at least they don't talk about Trump. So I could just listen to them. But now we're going to talk about Trump. So they're probably going to tear us off. Yeah. Anyway, This is like the one
0: podcast in the world where you won't hear two white dudes just ranting about politics for.
1: What? Hold that thought while I rant about politics. <laughs> 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 no. So what actually happened was. Remember how I keep saying shit and you're like, Dale, that's slippery slope. We shouldn't argue about that. Like, I'm like, the overreaching left is turning into big brother. They're going to fucking turn into this, like, totalitarianism state. And you're like, relax. It's not going to happen. Well, I think this is my chicken little moment because right now I feel like the fucking sky is falling. And what happened was a Massachusetts campus police chief placed on leave After liking NRA and Trump tweets. Okay. We've talked fucking probably more than we should have about people getting fired for their social media activity, but that's when they tweet dumb shit.
0: I even don't think that most people should be fired for.
1: No. Like, unless
0: you're saying like, okay, so there's exceptions to this. It's like, if you are uh, in a position of public authority, yeah. Which in this case the guy was, but he also didn't express any opinions. He just simply like liked yeah. ones that existed. Yeah. And we all know those fucking morons who put like likes and RTs are not endorsements in their Twitter bio. Like yeah. it makes a fucking shit of difference. It might have made a difference for this guy.
1: I just wanna tell everybody when you put shit in your Twitter Twitter bio, like likes and retweets aren't endorsements or Opinions shared by this user aren't the opinions by this parent company. Those don't mean fucking anything because people just assume that what you're saying there is just a cop out and you trying to dance around through a loophole.
0: Yeah. Like I've never liked or RT to tweet I did not explicitly agree with. Yeah. Or find hilarious.
1: Yeah. So what happened, like the Mount Holyoke College and Smith College, I guess they're like a combined college, they had hired this guy, what the fuck's his name, Uh, Daniel Hecht, to be the campus police police department leader guy for both colleges, so he was like the head police guy on the college, and then they hired him in February, so that's like the second term, so that's what, two, three months ago. And then the student newspaper noticed that he was liking uh, Trump tweets and NRA tweets, which is fucking terrifying because NRA, whether you like them or hate them, they are a totally legit society full of very powerful members. Oh, I guess now that Charlton Heston's dead, they lost like their most powerful voice box. Well,
0: they still have lots of lo- like tons of lobbyists in Washington. A yeah. lot of politicians are in their pocket. Like they're
1: But like you know, it's NRA. Like they're not just some like fly-by-night fucking flaky corporation that you don't have to listen to. They're like a legitimate you don't you can't really just fire a guy because he likes them. It would be the same as firing him because he was a member. So basically what happened here was the students freaked out and they didn't like this guy because he likes Trump. And they sent letters and they um, put up posters and shit around campus saying they didn't feel safe with him as their police department chief. i will just going to read a quote from this story. This is from Newsweek. I tried to get a reputable – is Newsweek
0: reputable? They're more reputable than say like Breitbart or – I mean they're a publication that exists.
1: Like I can I can say Newsweek is – not fake news? Are they?
0: No, yeah, they're they're a legitimate
1: news Are they known news to be politically slanted?
0: Oh, every, everyone's politically slanted. Let me see where they fall while well, you read your, okay. your
1: piece. So I'm just going to read. This is just like you're reading through the article and they just throw this in there like it's a normal thing to say. Students' frustration towards hacked political affiliation and personal beliefs continued to grow last week. On Thursday and Friday, some students put up flyers around campus with information about the officer and a bid to shame him and raise awareness of his political history. Like, if that doesn't just, like, fucking freak you the fuck out. That students are, I guess, it's a form of doxing. Like, they're putting up information about this guy. Well, it's not, like, doxing, but they're, like, Putting flyers with information about, like, his political history around campus in an effort to shame him.
0: Yeah, but well, it's publicly... I mean, I don't agree with this at all, but it's also... Yeah. It's, like, publicly available information. Like, any fucking moron can go onto my Twitter account and see all the, like, hateful shit that I've liked over my lifetime.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, like, they're trying to shame him for his political affiliation. Like... This is the moment where we have to be like, all right, you can't fucking do this because we just spent the last like 70 years recovering from that whole fucking McCarthy era in the 50s where people were just fucking blacklisted and lost their jobs because they went to a communist meeting in high school.
0: Yeah. Okay, Dale, let's. Let's launch a campaign to go tell college students to be less liberal.
1: (laughs) See how that goes for you. I'm not...
0: Hey, could you guys be uh, uh, less liberal and care
1: less about shit that doesn't matter, like a guy liking tweets? College students have always been idealistic and dumb. I was a college student, and I was idealistic, and I was dumb. I was a fucking idiot when it came to shit like this and i hated all right-wing people because i thought they're trying to control us in ways that they shouldn't
0: i had three letters to the editor yeah published in the edmonton whatever newspaper it mm-hmm. was uh opposing the iraq war oh well, there you go that's how idealistic i read a lot of noam chomsky see
1: the difference is we didn't get people fired <laughs> by putting up flyers being like this guy's a right-wing guy fire him. And then the college didn't turn around and be like, well, our students are upset. Let's fire this guy. So the problem isn't that students are too liberal. The problem isn't that old people are right wing, because that's pretty much the way it's been. The problem is, is that colleges and universities about four or five years ago, just started listening to students and fucking bending over backwards for their like dumb idealistic views of a 19 year old.
0: I think the problem is much broader than that. And it's now that every opinion anyone has ever had is easily accessible and like documented online. Yeah. And people now have the ability to also like coalesce around these things online and like launch yeah. campaigns to get people fired from their jobs. Uh, we look at, like, James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Or we look at uh, racist lady from that car dealership in fucking Castlegar or whatever. Yeah. Or we look at, like, there are, like, thousands and thousands of instances of this. And it's not mm. just limited to college campuses at all. There are, like, yeah. people who are allegedly full-grown adults with fully functioning brains who are like, I want to get this random stranger fired because they said something I disagree with on the internet. And... Fuck. Like I don't know what we do now. This
1: is so problematic because like James Gunn and the racist lady from Denny's, they both said shit that was like objectively objectionable. Like James Gunn was supposed to be a joke and it was like about pedophilia and it wasn't funny so it didn't come across very well. The racist lady was racist on video. But this guy just liked tweets he didn't. It doesn't even say he retweeted them. It was just that he liked them, and they were tweets from the, the president. president of
0: the United States and a major political lobbying organization. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of people liking those tweets. Those people are not solely employed by Chick Fil A or yeah. What's the uh, the uh, other the the really, really uh, hobby hobby lobby
1: lobby hobby hobby laws? I don't know. Oh.
0: Gonna go- gonna Google oh, really yeah? quick. Here. Um, hobby Hobby is Hobby Lobby. What
1: The fuck is Hobby Lobby? It's like arts and craft stores,
0: but they're like super Republican.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Like this is so. You look at like liberal owned
0: businesses and Republican owned businesses, and it's like arts and craft stores and fast food restaurants, and then well, probably like most corporations are Republican. <laughs> but like Hobby Lobby is the big one.
1: The best <laughs> would be if you had a Hobby Lobby, and the clerk had the same political ideals as the founder and owner of Hobby Lobby. So anytime someone like this like young boy was like, "Hey, can I buy this glitter?" and the guy would be like, "No. You can't." <laughs> like, <laughs> shutting boys down. Yeah. "Get your sister to come in here. That'll
0: make it. you gay." He was a pamphlet about Jesus. <laughs> "Get your sister to come. Yeah, you got to get your sister to boot for you to yeah. buy glitter." He
1: says, "Can you go buy me glitter?" <laughs> I really want to make my, like, posters pop. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, problematic. Hey, people, stop trying to get people fired. Yeah. Even if they do really awful shit that, like, like, okay, we got to draw a line in the sand somewhere. But, like, I took a lot of heat for saying the racist lady in the Denny's didn't deserve to be fired from her job because... I know it's no excuse, but she was, like, visibly drunk, and she was, like, clearly in a heated argument with these guys in a fucking restaurant in Lethbridge or whatever. Like, yeah. maybe she's not the, like, casual racist who, like, walks down the street or, you know, screaming racial epithets at brown people, or maybe she doesn't, like, go to clan meetings. Maybe she's the kind of person who, in a drunken, heated argument with some brown guys at a restaurant... Yeah. She's gonna target them and say, and I don't even think she said. I think she said like, "Go back to your country." Or yeah. Like, if I'm remember, which yeah. like, whatever. yeah,
1: she said, "Go home, whatever." And then she said, which is a fucking shitty sentiment, but it's not, it's not
0: worth losing a job over. And like, she no. was ultimately hired back. James Gunn was ultimately hired back. This guy, he'll probably fucking be hired back. Oh,
1: employers dude. now. If he gets fired for his political affiliation from oh, a that's, university that's a lawsuit. <laughs> and his political affiliation is the serving president, that's a fucking gigantic lawsuit that you have no hope of winning. Yeah. Because I don't know if people are aware of this, but like those judges that wear those curly white hats and they see, oversee all these cases. They don't
0: do that anymore.
1: More than the often, they're they're not necessarily Republican, but they're all conservative. They don't wear even the if hats. they're left wing, they're still conservative, they and don't. they're not going to stand for this bullshit. They don't wear the wigs. They don't.
0: No, the they don't sun, wear
1: powdered they, wigs they anymore. They haven't done that for a while. Really?
0: Yeah. I, I was as shocked as you were. Trust me, buddy. Do you know they also
1: allow women to be judges? Shut up, Derek. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not stepping into <laughs> that trap. Oh. This is a total side note, but... uh, Oh, a side note on this podcast. There is a university in the States that is explicitly all male and all black. And they are now letting in transgender, but they're still not letting in women. Wait.
0: So they're letting in... So I'm I'm wondering which way... Transgendered, are they letting in women who identify as men, yes. or are they letting in men who identify as women? No. And therefore still adhering to the men only.
1: They're adhering to the men only. So if you go from girl to guy, then you're allowed in.
0: I mean, good for them for being that I mean kind
1: of woke. Like, fuck off. How do you still have a no women university? Just jump in a step. I mean, they still have uh in, in a lot, like, you
0: have, like, male and female, like, boarding schools and shit like that, right? Like well, that's just coming. so they
1: don't fuck each other.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's the that's same thing. because... Maybe this is, like, abstinence Those school. are,
1: like, 16-year-old, like, I don't know if you've met any 16-year-old men lately. Not but the as one many thing, as I like. Hey! <laughs> the one thing that is common to all 16-year-old males is they Pointiness. have raging hormones yes. and they want to have sex. Lots of times it's with women, but we don't judge. They can have sex with each other, and yeah. Well,
0: that's the other thing. If the whole th- if the whole thing is to if the policy is to limit sexual interactions amongst teens, yeah, you can't kick gay sixteen year old boys out of an all male boarding school. So they're at a distinct advantage in that situation because yeah. they've just got yeah. They can fuck as much as they want.
1: Yeah. I don't, I just don't understand how you could still have a one gender only university. Like I get like the boarding school like you said because kids are fucking animals and they're not in control of their hormones and it will like detract from their studies. But you'd figure once you're at the university age of 17 to 19 for first years, you'd kind of – Sort of being starting to wrestle and get your hormones in check. Maybe not. Morehouse College. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I mean, I'm not even going to touch the all black thing because whatever, like, do whatever you want. I'm sure there's a reason that that started. Yeah. I mean, probably... Um, it was probably, what's it, the NAACP? National and North American, wait. Is it the NAACP? Is that the?
0: National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, yes.
1: Yeah, okay. Maybe it's set up by them and whatever. Like, Well, I think it might also be like it's,
0: it's an older institution and it, mm-hmm. it was probably set up. And we're going to say, like, back in the day when uh, African-Americans were at a distinct disadvantage when it came to uh, university admissions, they still kind of are at a disadvantage. Like, even with, uh, you know, fucking failed-ass affirmative action policies in place, like, uh, a a lot of African-Americans still definitely get the the short end of the stick during the admissions process.
1: Yeah, and now, like... Not to get all woo-woo science shit, but they're starting to look at studies that – about trauma lasting like not only one generation but like two or three generations. So it's like the poverty from 60 60 years ago is still affecting these people. Like we always joke about it with like our parents and older generation where they like – like the easiest, most unoffensive example of this is how our parents just – fucking lost their shit anytime you lost – you wasted food. And you're like, oh, mom, you didn't live through the depression. What are you going through? But the thing was the trauma of the depression era went through the generations. So people like even 20 years younger and shit still had these weird issues with food.
0: Well, yeah, because we we learned from our parents. Yeah. So our parents' parents went through the depression. Yeah. And so – You know, food scarcity was, like, a very real threat for them. So they would take shit over it all the time. And then our parents would pass that down to us. And now I'm still like, if no waste food, I'm like, what are you doing, bud? There's, like, starving people out there. Why are you wasting
1: food? And the thing is, like, uh, they're starting to look at shit like it's not even learned behavior. It's not like our parents learned it because their parents taught them. It's our parents learned it because they were in side the body of the mom while she was starving so it affected the way her genes and whatever makes babies and shit is put together so that they had these weird things about food. Like, they're saying it's trauma is passed down through the genes. Like, genetically? Yeah, like, not even learned. Like, I... this is Wow, science is wild. The beginning of this, like, fucking bizarro science. Like, they're talking about how, like, the, like, fucking... Germs in your belly can affect your mood and shit like that like I'd say in the next like 10 to 20 years they're gonna fucking figure some crazy shit out about our bodies and then We're going to be like, oh, that's why I was just fucking angry for three years. It was this food I was eating that I didn't know I was mildly allergic to, and my gut biome got all fucked up.
0: An epigenetic study published in 2015 suggested that the parents' experience of trauma may change a child's stress hormone profiles. Trauma can be transferred via a a repeated environment, triggering the reformation of a gene in each generation. This is the most indirect form of epigenetic imprinting.
1: Damn. Right? Like, just fucking... Like, all this shit you thought you knew about raising kids and shit.
0: Well, now that makes me wonder what kind of fucked up shit I've just transferred to my kid. And, like, what I should stop trying to correct for now and just be like, sorry, it's in your genes, bud.
1: I think the best way is to explain... This is how I raise kids. (laughs) Since I don't have kids, keep in mind I do allow you to spend an inordinate amount of time with my (laughs) kid. That could be limited after whatever you're about to say. I like to put it like this: since I don't have a child, I'm still a child rearing expert because I'm not doing whatever whatever it is that works. All right. I would say the most important lesson to give our kids is not stop doing this behavior. Don't do that. Do this. What we have to do is be like. This is why you're doing this behavior. Acknowledge it and try to fix it. So I don't know what you would do. I guess like as far as the food thing would be, you'd be like uh, you have weird issues with food because your mom lived through the well, – I guess that, that doesn't work because we're far enough away. But I guess like maybe like you might be prone to this specific kind of trauma because your mother, was pro, your mother had this in her – what hormone breakdown. So when you feel like this, make sure you don't react hastily type of deal, which I think you're already doing with Noah, aren't you? Like you're trying to get him to not react and then kind of think about his actions before he does anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, we particularly have to because, uh, he like 100% has an anxiety disorder and that's something that will, uh, You know, follow him throughout his entire life. So we're extra mindful of that. Like, just like be aware of what's happening inside your body before you react physically to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I'm also like, eat that fucking food (laughs) and then eat the rest of my food that I couldn't
1: finish. (laughs) So uh, who knows, man? Parenting is a trip. Another hard thing would be like, look, you have to eat this food so that you grow big and strong so that you could be a famous athlete. So I can fucking live off the leftovers.
0: Yeah, live vicariously through you yeah. and take some, like, you know, Have you just buy me a house. I don't even care if he's an athlete, just yeah. as long as he makes enough money to buy a house for me to live in. Yeah. Isn't that all any parent really wants for their child is to have their child be successful enough to buy them a house? Yeah.
1: You just want your child to have a better life than you did. So they can help support your life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like you just said.
0: Checks out. Yeah, Uh, All right. Okay, we're going to take a quick – did we come to any
1: conclusions out of any of this? Okay. One, you shouldn't be able to get fired because of what you liked on Facebook or Twitter specifically. Yes.
0: Two – You shouldn't even be able to get fired because of what you say unless you're like saying shit that directly impacts – the brand that you represent or shit that directly impacts like your relationships. If you're like, if you have to have like relationships with, uh, students or with children or Mm -hmm. with other people who you work with, Mm -hmm. uh, and your employment is like predicated on you having successful relationships with those people. Yeah. And you're like, let's say you work at like a majority, uh, you know, like a, like an Asian-owned business or asian frequented business and you're online saying, like, super racist shit about Asians all the time, then, yeah. yeah, you should probably get fired from your job.
1: Oh, yeah. If you say super racist shit about anybody online, you should just get fired because you're a dumb person who expresses views that are considered hate speech and actually illegal. You're not supposed to be able Only to just say that. Is it? I'm pretty sure hate speech is illegal in the States,
0: isn't it? No, I think it's – pretty Protected, maybe? Hmm. I know they're not as uh, as strict.
1: Because they have the actual right of free speech, which we don't have in Canada.
0: Hate speech in the United States is not regulated. Oh. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court has repeatedly ruled that hate speech is legally protected free speech under the First Amendment. Gross. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like, why? It's kind of, uh, uh, you know counter intuitive to the like entire concept of free speech, which is like, okay, we're going to say free speech, but only this speech and this speech isn't okay. Yeah. Which makes me glad that we don't have a fucking like, (laughs) yeah, we don't have these dipshit rights from like 200 years ago when people were like, okay, well we don't have this guy using his fucking, Uh, right to free speech to say really hateful shit about people online.
1: Yeah, because 200 years ago, they didn't have racism because everybody by today's standards was a racist. So you couldn't single anybody out by being like, you like people who aren't the same as you because everybody was like that back then.
0: Yeah, like what would you have to do to be considered a racist (laughs) back in the 1700s? Could you imagine? Yeah. Probably be mean to white people. like
1: Probably what
0: Columbus did. <laughs> and
1: he wasn't even racist. He's a hero. Not <laughs> anymore. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, stop, stop getting people fired from their jobs unless you see some, like, truly hateful shit. Uh, and what was the other thing?
1: Oh, if you're in charge of college, fucking act like it and don't let these imbecile kids push you around.
0: Yeah, like, I, I think at some point, like, it's important that you... Like, listen and validate the, yeah. the students because they are the ones, like, paying tons yeah, of fucking money to keep husbands. your college yeah. open. But we got to stop coddling college kids and being yeah. like, if you're upset – and, like, I'm one of the most liberal guys in the world. And even I, at this point, i am like, fuck, shut up. Like, yeah. Stop letting the college kids yeah. determine what's acceptable because it's, it's – I think so. I'm really interested to see how this turns out, you know, in like 5 to 10 years from now because we already have this outrage culture where like everyone's offended by everything yeah. all the time. You have kids who are growing up in this uh in these educational institutions where they where they're like they feel like they should be protected from offense at yeah. all times. And when they come out into the real world, like what the fuck's going to happen then?
1: You know what I think's going to happen is we're going to swing back and it's going to be super conservative under the guise of being liberal. Like we're going to have all these like, like – it's going to be called – it's going to be dubbed like manners and stuff you don't say and be rude. It will be like the 50s where you just don't talk out of turn and there's a whole bunch of stuff you can't say because it's socially frowned upon except for it will come from a liberal perspective instead of the con- conservative side.
0: Yeah, but liberal fascism is still fascism. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> That's the problem. Cool. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll discuss more dumb news stories that piqued our interest this week. hmm So? So, uh, we make it small talk now? Yeah. We, uh, big, kind of a random news week. A bunch of shit happened. Uh, today, the uh, Cathedral Notre Dame uh, oh, was, I was devastated by fire.
1: I was going to bring this up, but I didn't want to bring this up because I've been seeing this for the last couple hours, and I saw, like, the one video of the tower falling. Yeah, which was fucking crazy. And I don't give a fuck. And I feel like I'm supposed Whoa. to care because a lot of people are very emotionally attached Whoa. to this 800-year-old church. I mean, I'm like, I guess that's a cool church. Like, there's lots of like I saw an old when I went when I went to London, England myself. When I personally went overseas and I saw an old school church, the one that had the Magna Carta in it, I was like, oh fuck, that's a big sweet church. And if that one burned down, I'd be like, hmm, that big church I saw burned down. I I, I
0: think it's more like – and this is something I bitch about all the time because we live in Vancouver. It's a Mm -hmm. fucking young city. We don't Mm -hmm. have shit that looks like that old or impressive here. Like our oldest building is like what? Probably the – 200 maybe? What, like the Fairmont Vancouver or like – Yeah, probably that Or like some of those buildings in Gastown
1: but like – Or like a fucking log cabin out at Fort Langley. Yeah. That's the thing about Canada is anything that's older than 200 years old is this fucking log cabin that they've been painstakingly trying to not let disintegrate. Like a
0: fur trading post out in, like, along a river somewhere. Um, But you go to, like – so even when I go to, like, eastern United States, I'm always fucking blown away by, like – I'm like, this is some old shit. And then you go to, like, Paris, France – and that shit's even like fucking – I like I don't care about the church per se, but it was like yeah. this really impressive old tourist attraction. I yeah. would love to see it. Just like – just that we can build things as a civilization, like build a structure that will last 800 years I think yeah. is fucking crazy impressive.
1: Well, I guess that – I guess the one thing I've seen that I would be kind of upset that was sad was when I was in London, we did this river tour where you like – hop on a boat and then they point out everything that's old and there's these two statues of lions and like a pyramid thing that had been there for like 2000 years that like the Egyptians brought and gave to England as a pres or the Romans or something anyways it's fucking old and it's got bullet holes in it from World War 2 and you see it and you're like holy fuck there's so much history in that so i guess i was just being insensitive cuz i don't have a personal emotional tie to the yeah. The Notre Dame, whatever, whatever. I mean,
0: I think you have as much uh, emotional ties like anyone. Anyway. Like today, my like Instagram and Facebook feeds were just flooded with people being like, oh, I visited this tourist attraction once and here's uh, here's a picture I took of it and I'm personally devastated by this news. And I'm like, no, you, no, you fucking aren't. They're like, you aren't devastated.
1: here's my personal emotional reaction that is way longer than you're willing to read right now.
0: Yeah. Also... This like horrible tragedy befell this building today. So here's a picture of me.
1: <laughs> here's, here's one of my
0: experiences at this building. Uh, it's like the
1: whole thoughts of prayers, just a little yeah, thing. Exactly. It's like this is how this moment affects me, and I am still a person. So please acknowledge my existence even though this 800-year-old church is burning.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about me, a person who never even got to see. I've never been to Paris. Yeah. I'm the real victim here, not the building.
1: It's me. Wait, there's good <laughs> news. Does this mean that they can't do a live re like a live Disney movie of The Hunchback of Notre Dame? They just
0: do it CGI anyways. Oh yeah. There.
1: Which by the way,
0: While we're on the topic,
1: everyone keeps referring
0: to the new Lion King remake that's coming out as Mm. a live-action remake of Lion King. Yeah. It's not fucking live. Those aren't real lions. I know. It's CGI. Yeah, yeah, they don't have lions acting.
1: It's a different form of animation.
0: (laughs) Still an animated movie. There's no live action. I was like, fucking live-action? Dope. How are they going to get lions to act? Turns out you can't do that. Yeah, like
1: the Dumbo one I get because they have real people acting and then the elephant CGI. Yeah. But Lion King... Absolutely everything's fucking CGI. Because <laughs> there like, are no
0: people in that l- They
1: don't have talking animals in real life. They just... It's a different form of... Anim- yeah, I'm with you. Like, it's not fucking live action. Just call it CGI Lion King. Yeah. Another thing is... People who are upset about live action Lion King... It's not like they're deleting the old Lion King... And you can't watch that You can still watch that. Because they're making a new one. The new one's going to be fucking sweet. And you know how I know it's going to be sweet? Because I watched... The new uh, Jungle Book, and it's way fucking better than yeah, the old Jungle
0: one. Book. Was also, the cast for uh, the new Lion King is fucking amazing. It's yeah, like Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, uh, that British guy who goes on the rants on the internet all the time. What's his name? How's that show? John Oliver, and... playing the the
1: bird Zazu. Wait, isn't Zazu from fucking Aladdin? No,
0: the monkey. Wait zazu was the toucan i think he was the toucan in the lion king
1: i don't remember i only watched lion king when it came out forever ago i think that was like here's a quick question what's your favorite disney animation
0: movie well probably gonna take some heat for this one because it's not actually the best disney Mm -hmm. animation but uh emperor's new groove
1: Oh fuck! I totally forgot about that. Such a good movie. That's my favorite too. I thought that was. Oh, I was, Dale. I was gonna say so much say, in common. I was gonna say Aladdin. Aladdin was good, but as soon as you said Emperor's New Groove, I was like, "That is so fucking funny." It's,
0: it is like, and that's why it's the funniest yeah, one.
1: Like David Spade as a llama. Pfft,
0: Although Lion that. King is probably the one I have like the most emotional attachment. Nostalgia to. Nostalgia attachment.
1: Yeah. That'd be Aladdin for me, like. I don't know. Maybe I felt like I emotionally connected with a street rat when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't know. I was like Lion King. This is going to sound totally shallow, but I never emotionally fully connected with it because it was lions and I'm like, I'm not a fucking lion. Although I did really like Timon and Pumbaa, two of my favorite sidekicks. So you're more of a warthog or a meerkat than a lion. Well, I have a mirror. (laughs) So, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm more of a warthog. I thought <laughs> I was the suburban dad on
0: this podcast. <laughs> uh, fuck. See, I'm more of a lion. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, super handsome and yeah. a natural-born leader, very charismatic, and all these other things I'm projecting onto lions because I want to believe them well
1: myself. And so. you make women kill animals so you can eat them. Yeah. Is that yeah. what they do? Yeah. Dope. The, oh. the fucking lionesses do all the hunting, and then... Fucking dad lion only steps in if like a hyena comes up and they're like, oh, by the way, I'm still fucking gigantic and I'm a lion. I'm gonna kick your ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I relate to them definitely. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, animals, animated animals <laughs> or live action animals, live action animals, actual
1: live action
0: one of the uh, by the way I think that was one of the first times we've ever delved into things so I can always tell this is going to be a tangent again that's going to derail us from the segment I just did But uh, I can always tell when people don't listen to the podcast when Mm -hmm. they're, like, talking to me about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, that podcast about the things that make you angry. And you and Dale just do, like, a grind my gears kind of thing. And I'm like, no, that's not what we do at all. You just outed yourself as a (laughs) non-podcast listener because we don't talk about what makes us angry. We talk about how apathetic we are about all the other shit people care about.
1: And then we talk about how much we love old movies.
0: Yeah, that's about it. And that was the first time we've ever been like, hey – you know what upsets me? <laughs> Calling this one Disney movie live action.
1: <laughs> like all the shit we touch on. This is what upsets us. I think we should get like. A form of broadcasting award because it took 85 episodes for us to to be like, this is what we're upset about. (laughs) Listen to our opinion as opposed to being like, guys, you got to calm down. Quit being this upset. Yeah. Like first time.
0: The first time we show any emotion (laughs) ever. And it's over the Lion King remake. What up? (laughs) Uh, Okay, Speaking of animated animals or live action animals. Yeah. uh, Cassowaries are fucking terrifying. Uh, and so this is the world's deadliest bird. And one of them murdered uh, its owner in Florida this week, made the news for that. And they are dinosaurs. They like for real. They're yeah. like raptors, essentially.
1: Like you look at a cassowary. If you don't know what a cassowary is, it's a slightly sharper, tougher like ostrich or emu. It, looks, it looks like an similar. emu.
0: And, like, maybe a peacock made it because they have yeah. the blue head. but Yeah,
1: but, like, if you look at their feet, they have the three claws, and the middle one is gigantic. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Capable of disemboweling a man with a single stroke. Mm-hmm. Thank you to my girlfriend, Kate, for doing that research for me. She sent me that uh, cassowary fact. Pop and you know
1: what? You remember how I was like, oh, my God, I got a relative fact to this? Yeah. Do you know who almost died from his own ostrich? No. Johnny Cash. Wait, what? In 1981, because Johnny Cash had – I think it was called the Cash Farm or the Cash Estate or something. He had like all these – this like property that had like a cash museum and exotic animals and stuff. And it was – and I was just reading up on this, but he was telling how it was this particularly cold winter. It was in Tennessee and it was below zero Fahrenheit. So this mama ostrich died. So her mate was a little bit ornery and he talks about horny? how ornery, <laughs> like that's I get it. That's Thank Southern <laughs> people talk for easily angry. <laughs> and he was Like talking, me when I'm horny. Yeah. Horny. And he was talking about how he was walking through the woods one day and this ostrich just appeared on the path in front of him. And like when they get mad, they like stick their wings out and they put their head down and they hiss at you. And he was like, Oh fuck. But then the ostrich left. So he's like, the next time and he grabs like a 6 foot stick and he's holding it and then he's like all like yeah i'm totally going to fuck up this ostrich if it wants to fuck with Johnny Cash so he wa- he's walking the same th- the same path the next day and the ostrich is there again and he's like oh, i got this fucking stick so he takes a swing at the ostrich and misses cuz the ostrich ducked it and did the same thing this cassowary did where they jump and their feet stick straight out and it caught him in the gut and it fucking sliced down. It, like, it went to disembowel him. And it fucking broke his two of his ribs. And the only reason Johnny Cash lived through it was because he was wearing one of those big fucking idiotic like belt belts nice. and a belt because his the, like, ostrich claw hit his gut, went down, and stuck on the belt and bounced off. So... The only reason Johnny Cash lived in, like, to make more albums, this was in 81, the only reason he lived like another 35 oh, years. To do his so, cover
0: of Hurt, which yeah, is the best song Johnny Cash ever did.
1: Was because he was wearing one of those cartoon belt buckles that Cowboys wear. All
0: right. There's, there's an argument for so, those, I guess. Particularly if you're An ostrich farmer Don't
1: fuck with Dinosaur
0: birds Uh, If if you are listening To this Pause and go And google Cassowary (laughs) attack Videos right now Because I watched (laughs) one And it actually Blew my fucking mind Like the way they do it Dale just described it But they like They It's the most awkward Fucking looking thing But they will actually Like jump At you With both of their feet Outstretched uh, Just to like Razor you in the gut Yeah And uh Yeah They're Fucked up birds uh, native to Australia, which fuck that place. I don't know why anyone would ever live or visit that fucking imagine a cassowary chasing you into a nest full of huntsman spiders. (laughs) And that's what fucking Australia is to me. Like, why?
1: This is Australia. It's like, I don't want to go there. Because I'm going to fucking die of a poisonous spider. And somebody will be like, oh, don't worry. The, 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 sp- the spiders don't kill everybody. You're like, okay, I don't want to go there because I'm going to die from a poisonous snake. And people are like, all right, poisonous snakes don't kill everybody. You're like, all right, I don't want to go there from those large fucking crocodiles from Crocodile Dundee. They're like, oh, they don't kill everybody. And you're like, well, now there's a fourth thing to worry about a because bird. it's yeah. fucking getting probably the worst way to die disemboweled, which is just they slice you open and all your guts fall out. And you don't die right away. It's like... You have to
0: stand there holding your guts for a bit.
1: There's a reason it was used as medieval torture because it's fucking horrible. And that's how they killed people they hated the most in the world. And these birds just fucking do it willy-nilly.
0: Yeah. So... Intentionally, by the way. Like, that's what they're fucking like... Yeah. They're going for your guts. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Fucking asshole birds.
1: Yeah, exactly. So... The second lesson to learn from episode 85 of Outrage Factory is stay the fuck away from Australia.
0: Is this only the second lesson? I feel like this whole episode has been just like full of wisdom bombs.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm. A CGI uh, remake of The Lion (laughs) King is not a live action remake of The Lion King. Do you think right before they finish The Lion King, they're like, oh, fuck, let's just, just cut that guy out. Let's just. Put a cassowary in there as a bad guy, just so we can like just leech off the fucking cassowary hype. Yeah,
0: this is fucked. I don't know why everyone doesn't know about these birds. I've like seen them in like museums and shit before. But, yeah. uh Oh, by the way, the guy the guy who owned the cassowary and was murdered by the cassowary was seventy five years old, which. Listen up, 75-year-old listeners. If you are approaching an age where maybe you're not as, like, mobile as you used to be, you should probably not own any Dynasties. deadliest variety of whatever <laughs> fucking species it is. You don't yeah. want the deadliest dog. Yeah. You don't want the deadliest bear. You don't want the deadliest spider. You don't want the deadliest bird. Just, yeah. like, keep keep get yourself a little fucking shih tzu or something. A, a harmless animal. Yeah. Keep that as a pet.
1: Get get something that's known for its cuddling and shit like that. Like, the cassowary is entering, like, the hippopotamus area where the first time you hear that the hippopotamus kills more people than any other animal in Africa, you're like, bullshit. And then you Google it and you're like, I don't like hippopotamuses anymore because they kill fucking everything. That's like cassowaries. They kill dogs, too. Like, if they just disemboweled people, you'd be like, well, I've met a bunch of people. Half of them are dicks as a rule per thumb. Out of every 10 people you meet, five of them you don't really like. So if this cassowary's disemboweling them, yeah, what the fuck ever. Whereas dogs, it's like out of 10 dogs, nine and a half you like. And the other .1 that you didn't like is just because it was in a bad mood. So if a cassowary's <laughs> fucking up dogs, you know it's evil
0: which they do go for dogs
1: yeah, yeah that's the whole point like that's why they're evil like if it went after cats yeah fuck whatever yeah. cats are dead please
0: stab as many cats as possible not our human listeners just our cats yeah are really like
1: listeners. cats are the opposite out of 10 cats you meet nine of them you're like i could live without ever yeah, seeing this 10. cat again perfect
0: score 10 out of 10 cats can die.
1: Yeah, and like the one cat that you like, it's because it cuddles. And then after a while, you're like, all right, get the fuck away from me. And then it does that thing where it just fucking does figure eights between your legs while you're trying to walk. (laughs) And you're like, why do people own these things? What the fuck?
0: Yeah, they're not great companions. I, I mean, I would probably rather own a cassowary than a cat at this point, I think.
1: Yeah. The only reason you would ever own a cat is because... Your building, you live in an apartment. Your building says no pets, and you're like, cats are quiet; they won't know, yeah. and they won't. Except for your whole apartment will smell like cat shit because they poop in a box, and then you just smell cat shit.
0: Yeah, I saw an article or something, and it was like. Have I referenced this before? Cause I like tell everyone it's like an article and it's like love boxes of shit in your apartment, get a cat! <laughs> and that perfectly sums up cat owners to me. It's like why?
1: Do we have cat owners as listeners? I think a couple of our listeners Yeah, probably. a cat. I mean, there's a lot. Th- it's a pretty
0: polarizing. You either have cat people or you have dog people. I don't mm-hmm. know many people who are like both. You definitely identify stronger one way or the other.
1: Yeah, like you could only eat both, but you would like one more than the other. Yeah, definitely. which that
0: one should be dogs.
1: Yeah. If it's not dogs, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. I mean. Oh, I saw this other thing. Like, so a little peek behind the curtain. When we do... It sounds creepy when you say it like that. Yeah, it sounds like I'm naked, <laughs> doesn't it? Okay. Why don't you peek behind the curtain, little girl? A little look under the hood also sounds gross. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Check out how the sausage
0: is made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you go to the fudge factory and you see how the fudge is... No, that doesn't work either. Okay. Okay. <laughs> basically how I do research for this podcast is I go on Reddit and I look at the subreddits. Of Don't give away our secrets. News, Don't. weird news Damn. and stupid news. Now
0: someone's going to start a podcast that's better than But us. I
1: saw this thing and I was like, well, this isn't strong enough to bring to the podcast by itself. But apparently, uh, what is it? When you show love a dog, the same hormones are given off of a woman for attachment as when she breastfeeds a baby and that's why dogs love humans so much is because we give them breastfeeding like what about hormones. probably i don't know if they probably can't test it because dudes don't breastfeed but i imagine that when we see dogs we love them so much that just fucking hormones leak out of our body and the dog's like i love you too
0: yeah it's 100% possible to love a dog that much yeah if you love a cat that much you're a sociopath like you have problems
1: this other meme let's just call this meme factory and dale talks about the (laughs) (laughs) meme so i saw this meme and this guy it was just a picture of a guy holding a dog and it said in the last nine years i've said i love you to one woman and every single dog i've ever had (laughs) accurate (laughs) yeah
0: uh hey speaking of women. Do you want to talk? So the first recorded photograph of a black hole, I guess, was the first ever
1: this week. The first ever photo of a black hole.
0: Uh, and I'm, I'm not super familiar with uh, the story, but there was – so ever since there was um, – fuck, what was it? There was some space mission where there was a guy who was, like, present in control center, and he was, like, the sexy – sexy NASA guy or something and he became this meme and like blew up in popularity on the internet. Now that it seems like every time there's a space mission, NASA kinda tries to recreate that. Mm. Um and there was uh so first published photo of a black hole, which is a fucking trip by the way. Check it out. It's pretty awe inspiring.
1: I gotta say, the picture itself just looks like a fuzzy fruit loop. But what the picture represents is okay, fucking yeah. Bonkers. More accurate. Because, okay. The guy, the scientist who was talking about all the science-y stuff was, said a whole bunch of big words. But you, the reason this is such a big deal if you're not up to speed on black holes is because black holes have such a high gravitational pull that nothing can escape, not even light. Including light. So usually you can't take a picture of a black hole because the light doesn't come out of the black hole to our eye holes or our telescope holes so that we could photograph it. But this one – oh, fuck. It's like some whole big science-y thing where they didn't actually take photos of the light escaping. They figured out that they took pictures of some radio – I don't know. They picked, They took – they had to use eight fucking telescopes around the world that altogether they called the event horizon. So they linked these eight fo- these eight telescopes and they took all these fucking millions of pictures of this black hole – And once they got the data, they had to have a fucking – they had to make an algorithm that took three fucking years to build to stitch together all of this data to make this picture. And like you were talking about how NASA always needs to find a person who's attractive so that they could put a face to what happened, that was this girl. So, this girl who was at MIT, she, like, MIT was...
0: Her name is Katie Bowman? Booman? Yeah. Bowman?
1: She was the head of the group that was responsible for stitching together the data to make the picture.
0: She, she developed the algorithm, yes.
1: No, she was the head of the team that developed the algorithm. Because there was, like, I don't know, like, 200 people involved in this whole thing. So... Like Derek said, NASA always needs a person to put a pretty face to. And if you've got like a late 20s pretty white girl, boom, it's like winning the lottery. You can like, one, you get all this inspiring stuff because like, look, women do science too. So everybody's on board. The dudes, the nerdy dudes going to be like, oh, the sexy women are into science. I'm totally into science. And then everybody, except for this annoying group of internet trolls who can't let women have anything, is super jazzed.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, the trolls came out and started attacking this woman. Yeah.
1: They said one of the things they said was they're like, I can't believe she's getting all the credit. This other guy wrote 850,000 lines of code. Oh, my God. Why isn't he getting the limelight? And then he reacted by saying... Well, I only wrote 68,000 lines of code and this is fucking... Or he said the whole project was only 68,000 lines of code, which is fucking bonkers in itself. And he was like, but trying to evaluate worth on this project by how much lines you wrote is ridiculous. She deserves credit. Which, like,
0: who gives a fuck? Let her take... She was involved in the project. She led the team. um, And... I think it's it's one of those things that's particularly important now because um, they are trying to get like after uh, science and technology have been like exclusively the domain of men for a really fucking long time. They're finally trying to like empower women to pursue roles in this. So Mm. I think it's really good to have uh, even even if it's like a staged photo op or whatever. Um, to have to highlight women's roles in these things, and then like, why why do you have to debunk this? Who gives a shit? Like, who would actually care enough or instinctively see a woman being applauded for doing something and think, no, this is full of shit? I need to like crack this case wide yeah. open because like, there's I don't know, there's it just it.
1: Like, I have I a know. problem with this, not because. She's a woman or anything. I have a problem because they're the team that was involved with stitching together all the data. They weren't the team that built the telescopes that fucking came up with the idea and figured out how you can actually take a photo of the black hole in the first place. Which was this other scientist who thought of the idea like in the 80s and then just it took this long to get all the fucking technology to do it. Also... This, but they did – the data they had to charge through was like thousands of gigabytes or millions.
0: So yeah, I think it was like eight eight million or something.
1: Yeah, millions of gigabytes, which is slightly bigger than my porn collection. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And sorry, I was just trying to fucking – Figure out what they took the picture of because they didn't just take like picture of light. They had to do some weird fucking shit. But the guy who was in charge of it, he said that the light, like if you look at the picture uh, and the orange rings, that's light actually falling over the edge of the black hole and into it. And there's so much light going into this black hole that it's brighter than every star. In the entire universe combined
0: Yeah Well the The sun that imploded Was apparently like Uh Or the star that imploded Was yeah. apparently It was like 400 times bigger Than like Our entire galaxy Or something Yeah It's like Holy fuck Like If anything makes you feel Small and insignificant It should be The lack of accomplishments You've experienced Throughout your entire life But also This picture of a black hole
1: Mm-hmm
0: Are you just reading about this now?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. uh, I will say it
0: fucking sucks that like we can't just be like, hey, here's a woman who accomplished something in science and just have everyone be like, yo, that's really cool without uh, people needing to shit all over her.
1: Yeah, like she was the leader. Like I'm just being petty and I'm just saying like we should fucking talk about the event, like the coolest name fucking telescope array ever, the Event Horizon. Like, let's, let's learn a little bit about how these fucking eight telescopes on different continents and shit took pictures and all this shit, which is what I'm interested in.
0: I'm I'm sure you can research that.
1: Yeah, I read it and already forgot. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> As I'll get interested and I'll read and I'll be like, oh, they started building these. And then I just – the the knowledge just gets dulled into this like – lump in my brain where i'm like yeah it was like eight telescopes that was called the event horizon and i can't remember where they were i can't remember the exact amount of time it took to build them i can't remember the scientist's name who came up with the idea of how to take the photo of the black hole i can't remember what specifically they had to do to get the photo but it's cool i remember it being cool and <laughs> this is exactly why we don't research anything on this podcast yeah, cuz i'll research it And then I'll forget because science shit is hard to remember.
0: Yeah. I don't even remember most things. Yeah. Probably due to years of marijuana and alcohol abuse.
1: Years of learning too much stuff so the old stuff gets pushed out. Yeah, my
0: brain is overflowing with knowledge and yeah. smartness. So see,
1: there's so much knowledge in this pool that I can't pick out the specifics.
0: Yeah. Is what it is. Definitely doesn't have anything yeah. to do with it. it's like all the no- <laughs> It's like Dale, who starred in this like shitty nineteen eighty six movie <laughs> about a robot and you could like drop that no problem. Yeah. Science? Hard I think
1: another thing, and now this is fucking why I don't remember science stuff, is because when I think about the universe, you just have an immediate, emo- like, emotional, <clears throat> existential reaction. Because it's like, they're like, they don't know how big the universe is. The only way they know that how big a certain part of it is, you can only see light after it's traveled here, and everything you see. Is however old. So right now we know the universe is... Was it like
0: seven, seven years it takes for...
1: No, it takes I like, like I should know this. 58 billion... No, it takes like light a year to travel a light year.
0: Yeah, so I think the sun is seven light years away from us or am might way off base. How long yeah, does it take so. for light to travel from the
1: sun to the earth? Yeah, and they know that... The universe is 58 billion years old. Not because they have a specific date, but that's the furthest...
0: Oh, eight minutes. I was way off.
1: Yeah, that's the furthest stuff away they can see is 58 billion light years away. So the universe, we just don't know enough about it. And it's like, the more you think about it, the less you know about it. It's like, is there? does it go on for infinity? We don't know. Is it expanding? Well, we think it might be expanding because... As time goes on, we can see stuff further and further away because the light's actually getting to Earth from further away distances. Like right now, the stuff we can see that's the furthest away, we can only see because that's how long the light took to get here. So in another 100,000 years, the universe could be 100,000 light years bigger in all directions because we'll have seen more light from objects that far away.
0: Or we could notice that... it's closing in on us, and by that point, the damage is already done. Which... What is it? Like, entropy is is the belief that, like, at some point, the universe will stop expanding and just begin yeah. closing in on itself.
1: Yeah, like, the Big Bang, they're saying, wasn't the beginning. It was just when it stopped contracting and started fucking expanding. So... Like there could be like some gigantic black hole at the center of the universe and it'll just eventually suck everything in on itself. And then where the fuck does stuff go after it goes in a black hole? Nobody knows. Like this giant black hole that they saw. This fucking star imploded and went inside and turned into whatever color dwarf it is when stars go into a black hole. And then what happens? We don't know. It's fucking, it goes in a black hole.
0: There's another earth where Dale and I host a podcast uh, about things that make people happy online. And we have no <laughs> <go-tees. laughs> That's it.
1: And we're super <laughs> smart. We're like, yeah, actually, like actual geniuses. Dr. Bolin, scientifically what's been proven is. Could you imagine? We have, like you said, we have a podcast about what makes us happy. Like, it's called Mindfulness Factory. Like, we're... Joking about, like, two weeks ago or last week. And we're actually fucking brain scientists who know what we're talking about. Super rich. And we're probably the most boring versions of ourselves. Yeah. Could you imagine... With tiny dicks. Because our dicks right now are really... Yeah, because yeah. our dicks right now are really huge. <laughs> Thank you, Dale. So the inverse <laughs> would mean tiny dicks. Would be tiny dicks. Yeah. On goatee, Derek, and Dale. Do you Alternate think... Alternate universe. Oh, man. Could you imagine... How fucking big of a cramp I would be if I was the inverse smart version of myself and I was like super mature and I only cared about pretentious stuff and I only had like super expensive tastes and all this shit. I'd be like, like if I was like Yeah, yeah. that
0: would be awful. <laughs> if I was like
1: Nigel Crane from Fraser, <laughs> that version of Dale. <laughs>
0: probably the best explanation for what the total opposite if you ever want to understand dale understand that the total opposite of dale is nigel crane from Yeah,
1: because everybody in life there's there's a spectrum that you fit on you're either nigel crane or you're fucking bulldog from Fraser. <laughs> those are the two ends of the scale and you're somewhere in between there and I don't want to sound like I'm a dullard, but I'm definitely closer to Bulldog than I am to Nigel. You
0: are, yeah. Yeah. Also the casual sexism. Anyways, are we Nice sideways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I,
1: was just, I was just thinking about he did have a lot of casual <clears throat> sex on that show. Yeah. I like how all those shows where they have like smart guy versus dumb guy, dumb guy always has more sex. It's never the other way around where dumb guy's like, I just can't figure out how to get laid. And the smart guy's like, well, actually, women just really like intelligence. People are always like, let's just make the dumb guys feel better and pretend they have more sex than smart people.
0: Which, by the way, did you know Kelsey Grammer is actually like a really staunch Republican as well? Like- yeah, he got in
1: a lot of shit.
0: Uh, Not that surprising to me, looking at, the like, every character he's ever
1: played. (laughs) Well, also not surprisingly because he's fucking rich as shit, so he'd want to be a Republican so that he could not only hold on to his money, but that he could, like, get more. Yes. Did you also know that he suffers from IBS, Irritable Bowel Syndrome?
0: I did not know that.
1: Did you also know that he bought a fucking Viper and, like... Within the week of having it, he went way too fast and wrapped it around a pole and almost died. I do recall that, yes. Remember Vipers? Man. Yeah, those were fucking apparently fast as shit and very hard to steer (laughs) if you're going from Kelsey Grammers. Yeah, if you're high on cocaine, (laughs)
0: allegedly. Uh, All right, anything else you'd like to add? Mailbag was shit again this week, so.
1: Uh, Let me me just go over Outrage Factory. Like, let me go over the fucking... (laughs) Google Doc that we have since we're the height of scientific in this. Um, oh! I don't think this really needs to say anything but I just want to point put this out there that in China they're putting human intelligence genes in the brains of monkeys. And most people would be scared by this and be like, now we're playing God and this is something we should stop immediately.
0: Yeah, or like anyone who saw any of the Planet of the Apes movies, which none of those ended well.
1: And I'm just going to go the opposite way and say, <laughs> yeah, make fucking smart monkeys. That would be amazing. Even though they probably... They, they, you know what? It would take more than our lifetime for monkeys to take over the whole world. So I'm going to say, let no one deal with that problem when it comes up. But for me... Dude, could you imagine if they made fucking monkeys smart enough to play sports? Think of how far a fucking orangutan could ding a homer. Or a fucking football team full of gorillas. Like actual gorillas instead of... Don't a- say The it. metaphor of calling big strong people gorillas. It's actual animals.
0: Big strong people, Dale?
1: What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) how cool would it be? Like, or like, okay, of all the gorillas. I don't know why we
0: don't just like train gorillas. You wouldn't have to put, I mean, gorillas aren't that much dumber than people. I'm sure you could train them to play team sports.
1: I don't think they're smart enough to play team sports. I think they're like little chill. Like maybe if you had like t-ball, you could play that. Fuck,
0: my five-year-old can figure out how to. Yeah, but.
1: How interesting is it to watch a five-year-old play t-ball? Not Be honest. Very. Yeah, touche. See, so you want your gorillas smart enough so that they can make plays and like understand what a button hook is, even though I'm not exactly sure. That's just like <laughs> when you go one way and turn the other way, right? Is that what a button hook is?
0: Isn't a button hook? It's like uh, it's you. You run like
1: straight one way, and straight, go the other and then you way.
0: hook into the center of the. It's also called a uh,
1: turn left. It's my favorite sports analogy because it's from sewing.
0: Oh, no. They double back
1: towards... They're like, hey, you know what's a great way to explain what these gigantic men are doing while they pummel each other? Well, you know this implement we use to sew clothes? Let's call it that.
0: What's funny about that, Dale?
1: It's hilarious.
0: Gender, Gender roles.
1: Oh, yeah. Out me for gender roles because (laughs) I don't foresee football players sewing buttons. Not very woke, not very woke. You to say it's true, I'm not very woke by choice. (laughs) I used to be woke, and life was terrible. (laughs) I was just mad all the time. Like, in my like, I'm gonna say 22 to 24, I like was kind of intelligent and kind of like woke. And kind of pretentious. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just not having a lot of fun over here in Nigel Land. I'm going back to Bulldog where it's sex parties and fun.
0: I'm definitely buying into the willful ignorant. Like, I'm 100% not voting in the upcoming Canada election yeah. just because I'm like, I can't be bothered with this shit anymore. It's just like two petty white dudes sniping yeah. at each other. And I'm like, this is fucking moronic. Like, I know... You know, it's the noblest uh, that millions of people died for our rights to cast votes in elections. But when all the options are shitty and democracy is just like, hey, let's try and convince the largest group of idiots who research nothing to vote us into power.
1: Yeah, it's like when you're 26... You're like an adult. You're like, all right, I'm starting to get things figured out. I know all this stuff about politics. I kind of have a grasp of this. And then you meet dumb 26-year-olds and you're like, do you know stuff about politics? They're like, no. And I'm like, do you know stuff about social issues? And they're like, no. And you're like, and you're just allowed to live your life? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, you don't have to care about all this other stuff, but you can still go about your life and live and you don't just get thrown into I don't care enough about empathy jail? And they're like, yeah, no, that stuff doesn't really exist. And you're like, then why the fuck do I care so much? Why am I ruining my life by paying attention and trying to have all this empathy for all these people when I could just slip back into blissful ignorance? See, I think the true secret of happiness is finding the manageable level of ignorance. Like, because... At first, you want to be smart and you just want to know fucking everything. And then you realize you'll never know everything. And the stuff you do know is terrifying. So you want to go back to ignorance. And then you go too far into ignorance and you feel stupid and guilty for not using what little intelligence you have. So you kind of slide back the other way. And it's like, as once the pendulum stops in, like, I don't know, your 50s, and you figure out a manageable level of ignoring stuff that other people care about. That's where the happiness is. Yeah, just
0: find like a couple things that you care about and know yeah. a lot about those things, and even if they're like shitty and dumb or immature, yeah, uh, whatever. They're passions of yours. You're allowed to know and just know a lot about those things, and then fuck everything else. Cause yeah, I don't care.
1: It's like Grandpa, why do you care so much about the later stages of World War II? Yeah, and all the I understand Harry, now. I understand. And he goes. Because that way I don't have to worry about the universe and how big it is and then have an existential crisis. I know what planes were in World War II. It's all set. Nothing's changed. I could just go watch footage and I don't have to worry about what happens after I die.
0: Or even think about dying. Yeah, exactly. Even the war was literally about millions of people dying.
1: Well, yeah, you don't – oh, man. Could you imagine if one day you go to this like – World War II hobbyists, and they're like, "All right, today we're going to talk about the existential crisis of dying in World War II." You're <laughs> like, no, I'm here to ignore all this stuff.
0: Backfire. <laughs> all right, hey, cool. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, as
1: always, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I've been your other co-host, you could Dale Deruder. You can find me yeah. on the Twitter machine at SuperDalebot. But don't like my tweets because you might get fired. You would
0: absolutely get fired. That's why I never like my Because I,
1: I, I said some stuff that's funny to me.
0: Also, delete this podcast from your phone immediately yeah. because you'll probably get fired for it.
1: Don't tell super liberals on college campuses that you listen to this podcast because – since we don't brag about how liberal and woke we are constantly, they're going to be like, they're not woke enough. You can't listen to that.
0: It's true. We aren't. But if you do feel like testing uh, the limits of your employer's patience, give us a follow on Twitter or a like on Facebook. We are on both of those places at uh, Facebook.com or Twitter.com slash
1: Outrage Pod. <laughs> yeah. You can find us on Simplecast. You can, if you want to stay kind of a minimalist plugged in, You can download our podcast directly off Simplecast so you don't have to go subscribe to a feed or anything. And that way you can download us, put us on your iPhone, iPod or computer and then watch us later without being online. Because you don't want the government to know you're listening to us so you get fired. Right. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) If you do... Uh, live a bold life and you get
0: your podcast from iTunes or uh, Google Podcasts or uh, anywhere else, please head over there, uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to us if you like us a lot. Uh, Even if you just like us a little bit, please tell your friends, share this episode, uh, get the word out about Outrage Factory because Dale and I both have really fantastic opinions and you don't want the evil versions of Derek and Dale to win. You want us to have the most popular podcast. Do you want
1: to learn about Dr. Brain stuff? No. No. (laughs) Another thing I want to say is um, I've had an urge to make some more swag like I made stickers before. If you want some stickers, let me know. But. If there's anything you want, like a sweet-ass tiger logo on, like a shirt or a hat, literally we can make anything. It's just I don't want to make a whole bunch of stuff and then look like a giant fucking loser who just has all the swag for his own podcast and then is like a social leper. So if you want something, let me know. I'll look into it and maybe I'll make it. Because I want to make some more stuff with our logo on it. Because that shit is dope.
0: It's a pretty dope logo. Dale designed it himself. It's really cool. Yeah. I like it a lot.
1: And I was at Lids and I was talking about getting a fucking stitched fucking Outrage Factory hat. And it's only going to cost like 100 bucks. So I was thinking. Perfect. Well, no, why, why would we gonna want it? It's going to cost $15 plus the hat. And then you have to get some weird thing. $50? 15 for the, okay. for the like, actual Christ. stitching. And then you buy the hat there, so if you want an outrage factory hat, let me know
0: if you want to proudly tell your friends that you listen to the world's worst podcast
1: whoa 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 second worst I've listened to podcast. at least two podcasts well, they probably weren't worse they were just more boring to me, so they're probably actually better to normal people
0: yes, almost definitely but Subjectively,
1: <laughs> we're the best podcast because we're the only podcast. Oh, and we do have upcoming
0: guest spots. Uh, I am on uh, a podcast called Creative on the Side that's dropping next week, I believe. Wow, uh, they must
1: put so much time into production. Yeah, well,
0: she's so she actually hasn't launched the podcast yet. She's launching three episodes at launch.
1: Oh, that's uh, smart. Super
0: smart to game those. Given-
1: uh, you know what she should do? She should do what we did and record an episode, then get it accidentally deleted, and then record another episode seven times because the computer <laughs> kept failing. Actually, I think her like recording three and dropping them all at once so people could get like a good taste of what's up to come. That's probably a good idea. Probably
0: smarter. And then we'll also be on Fear of Science discussing uh, toxic masculinity, which we're both well-versed in.
1: Yeah, and this is the best part is... We're the comedic relief on this podcast, so we've been told we don't have to do research because we're not the know-it stuff guys.
0: Yeah, we're the funny guys.
1: We're the guys who they'll probably make fun of because... We don't know anything. Do you think we're actually funny? toxic masculine? Are we toxic? Well, that's why when he
0: invited us on, I'm like, am I supposed to be arguing in favor of it? (laughs) Yeah. Is this, uh, is that what I, was, I was thinking
1: about it. I'm like, there's there's a couple of things that are probably toxic that I like. Like, when I go on YouTube, I don't watch gender neutral stuff. I watch pretty much guy stuff. Like, I like pe- watching people shoot guns whoa, 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 or, whoa, like, whoa. fall down. Well, women can like all that stuff. I know women who like watching people fall down. And shoot guns? Yeah, but is that an example of toxic masculinity is liking that stuff? No. Can we even say toxic masculinity in this gender-neutral world anymore? Yes. Wow. All
0: great talk. Make sure you tune into that to hear where (laughs) this discussion ends up.
1: Where it's just Dale asking what's actually toxically masculine. Yeah. Whatever
0: uh what's well, an example of toxic masculinity
1: expert. that's the right way to
0: say that that's look at you working on okay the words. oh
1: give us money on our patreon because we want to quit our job
0: right i don't i like my job dale wants to quit his job i
1: don't want to quit my job i want to not have a job because i have a pile of money i like my seems job reasonable. a lot but i would also like doing podcasts instead of working
0: we got to stop crushing energy drinks. We should have wrapped this episode up like 20 minutes This is the ago. gold.
1: This is the stuff that people look at. This is like – remember when I was like behind the curtain? This is whatever that is. This even is more. This
0: is definitely just like full-on stream of consciousness rambling.
1: This is like after the credits at a movie where people are like, oh, my God, I can't wait That's to true. see what this happens is, this afterwards. This the, uh, the end scene. Or this is like at the end of The Lord of the Rings, the trilogy, when – Frodo's laying in bed and it's super homoerotic because everybody comes in and it's all like overly exposed and white faded out and they're all jumping on the bed in slow motion and you're like, are they going to start making out? Did you find that scene homoerotic? Yeah, I definitely found that scene (laughs) homoerotic. Because Derek...
0: Dale has a hobbit fetish. Things I learned today. (laughs) Cool.
1: (laughs) If I'm in bed and it's soft lit like we're in the clouds and you come in slow motion... And you're, like, screaming because you're so happy to see me. I'm like, are we going to make out now? Like, why is he so happy to see me? Like, we just spent (laughs) three fucking movies walking and fighting, (laughs) and now we're super happy to see each other again. Dale gets a direction. (laughs) Get this (laughs) homo shit out of here. Why is this on my TV? Why are my feet so big and hairy? It's got to be something to do with some sort of finish. Oh, Christ. All right. Until next week. Stay angry.